0: 11, um, if you're looking for a title, if I'll give you the title after I've read this scripture, is that all right? right? Second Samuel 11, 1 to 7. It happened in springtime of the year, at a time when kings go out to war, that David sent Jacob, his Joab, sorry, his servant with him, and all Israel, and they destroyed the people of Amnon and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. And it happened one evening that David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof, he saw a woman bathing and the woman was very beautiful to behold. So David sent and inquired about the woman, and someone said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? And David then David sent messengers and took her. And she came to him and he lay with her, for she was cleansed from her impurity and she returned to her house. And the woman conceived, so she sent and told David that I am with child. And David sent to Joab saying, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. And when Uriah had come to David, David asked how Joab was doing, and the people were doing, and how the war prospered. Amen. I'm sure you all know the rest of the story, isn't it? So I'm not going to belabor it, but uh, needless to say, Uriah lost his life. Hallelujah. Because of the indiscretion of the king. Somebody say amen? All right, let's go on to Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. The Bible says, that now it happened as they went that he entered into a certain village. A certain woman named Martha welcomed him into a house, and she had her sister called Mary, who sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to come, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said, Martha, Martha, you are worried about and troubled about many things. One thing is needful and Mary has chosen that good path which will not be taken away from her. Hallelujah. The title of my message for this afternoon is one word and it can be found in verse 38 now it can be found in verse um verse 41 he says you are distracted verse 40 and martha was distracted with much service so distraction Someone said distraction. 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 Now, in this uh, day or an age of social media, distraction is one of the key things that we all suffer. (laughs) How many students in this room were attest to the fact that, even though it's exam time and you ought to be studying, you're on social media, seeing who has the latest shoe and bag and who has gone where and who is doing what. When you have exam in the morning. Um, I'm not getting anybody say anything to me right at this minute. I, I, am, I, am I talking to the cows of Newcastle or I'm in the church? Amen. Distraction is something that we all suffer. Now, recently, I think in the news, A man was jailed because the man killed a whole family. He wiped a whole family of a husband, a wife, and children traveling on the M1 because this man who was driving a 16-wheeler goods vehicle was trying to text as he was driving, and uh, by the time he lifted his head up, to see what he was doing, he had run into the back of this uh, unfortunate couple and wiped them clean. Destruction. I don't know whether you heard you, you. You heard the news. How many heard the news? I think last week or the week before. And I remember a few years ago. Uh, 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 one of my pastors in the church in South Africa called me in the middle, was it in the middle of the afternoon? I don't know whether we're in church or somewhere. But she called frantically because what had happened was um, some of the two a couple in the church had a little baby and they had gone to visit this pastor. And this pastor has a swimming pool and she had covered the swimming pool with a tarpaulin it was covered with the tarpaulin and um they were in the she, she like the, the the living room opens into the uh the back which opens the garden and the what's it called this the pool and as they were chatting and eating and being happy they were distracted and from the distraction, this little toddler who was about she was she was crawling had crawled out of the the room where the mother and father and this pastor were, and had gone to the the, the swimming pool. And uh, you know how children are curious. Before they realized, they, they were like, "Where is the baby?" They start, "Where is the baby? Where is the baby? Where is the baby?" And by the time they went, the baby had been in the pool, God knows how long and was floating in the pool. So, in the the frenzy and everything, they called me, called like, uh, bat out of hell. we were there. And uh, I remember doing CPR for more than 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes, before the paramedics came. And uh, CPR plus, prayer and tongues and everything. Because when I got there, the baby was blue. When I got there. And uh, from where we were, or from where I was to the house, it's, uh, it's a good 15, 20 minutes. And I don't know how long the baby had been in the pool for. Needless to say, by the grace of God, the baby did not die. But as we speak, the baby is Like a vegetable. She's probably about 10 now. Distraction. Distraction is the cause of many, many things. Distraction is a cause. You see, distraction is what Satan introduces. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And in order for him to steal, the first thing he does is to distract you. And when you are distracted, you are not... Let me give you the definition of distraction. The dictionary definition of distraction is... Are you ready? Distraction is a thing that prevents someone from concentrating on something else. Distraction is a thing, anything... That prevents you from concentrating on what you ought to concentrate on. Sometimes, distraction can be extreme agitation of the mind. Extreme agitation. Anger. Or happiness. Or whatever it is. It can cause you to lose sight on what is important. Hallelujah. Oh, nobody's minding me. Today, I'm talking about that too many times, isn't it? You know, when people are distracted, it is easy for the thief to come in and plant something. Hallelujah. The Bible said that in that season when kings go to war, there is a season when kings have to be focused on the right things, on the battle, they need to be in the middle in the midst of the battle giving orders but david somehow decided not to go to war and because he was not at war you see when you want to be distracted it's very easy when you want to be distracted it's very easy it is harder to concentrate than to be distracted How many have that problem? You can't concentrate very often. Okay. So I, I'm preaching. I'm preaching to you. Am I? Am I preaching to? I think I'm finding my way to the church now. See, when when you are easy, you are easily distracted, you lose focus on what is important, and you attend to what is urgent. What is agent is not necessarily what is important. Because like a phone call, it's agent. But it's not important. Recently, I went to buy uh, food from, uh, from a restaurant. I'm not going to mention the name. And when I got there, I waited in the queue, because there were two people in front of me. And the guy served the first person, served the second person, When it got to my turn, he was about to serve me, a phone call came. And when the phone call came, the guy took the phone. It's it's, it's instinct, isn't it? The phone, and it's like somebody was placing an order via phone call. And the guy was taking the person's order. I see the person's money is more than my money. So I waited patiently for him to finish. Then I told him that... You have a very bad customer service because the person who is calling is not more important than me i am in front of you the phone call can wait after you finish serving me you can serve the customer because he's on the phone you are serving them whilst i am in the restaurant so i said to him this is the last day i'll be in this place and i'll tell everybody I know. Never to patronize this. So as I turned and I started going, because I screamed at him as I was talking, so everybody stopped. And everybody was looking. And I was very polite, but I was, my voice was up. And I said what I had to say, and then I turned to go. And as I turned, the the, the boss, the supervisors were chasing me. I I did not stop. And I went. Because the phone call was more important, because it was urgent. We do that sometimes. You are driving. Then the phone rings. And to you, the phone call is urgent more than your life. And sometimes when you pick, it's uh, insurance people trying to sell you. No, we heard about your accident. Or sometimes we heard about your accident. You, know, you are about to be in an accident if you don't put that bloody phone down. destruction. How many people in history will have the privilege of having Jesus come to their house and preach to them? Just think about it. And Jesus has come to your house to preach for a few minutes and you are rather frantically moving about by Service for tea and biscuits. Which one is more important? The Jesus who is in your house and the one who has the the living word and about to bless your life or the biscuit that you are going to give to him. So Jesus said, "Matter, matter." One thing is needful, and Mary, your sister, has chosen the right thing, which means that to choose the right thing, it lies in your hand. To either allow yourself to be distracted or to be focused. Listen, as a young married couple, you can choose to be distracted by petty squabbles, friends, Uh, little anger, unforgiveness. Are you listening to me? Yeah. (laughs) Or take a decision that I am going to be focused. It lies in your hands. See, when David got distracted by a woman who was bathing, he made a catastrophic mistake that impacted on his on his one on his rulership two on his generation three on his history up to today if he had not if he had gone to war we would not have had all the problems he had are you with me because distraction leads to death he is distracted because his eyes are idle So he starts seeing pornography, and then the pornography leads to adultery. Adultery, and adultery leads to murder. Uh, Are you getting it? I have to bring it home because if I talk about a rooftop, we don't have rooftops here, and no, no lady bats outside. So let's be serious. Let Let's get serious. (laughs) Hallelujah. It starts with one thing. And then it in that opens the door. See, distraction is just Satan's plot to open the door for the enemy to come in. And as you are distracted, a lot of things go bad. You know, I I I I I read you what know, I read. Yeah, I read somewhere. This man of God was saying that. In the town that he was in, his church was the biggest in, this, in the town or city. And he was doing so well, him and his wife. And all the churches that had come were very, very, I mean, they were trying to copy from them. And as, asked, you know, as you, God promotes you, if you are not careful, pride comes in. And pride leads to distraction. Are you with me? Because they, they became very, very successful. Pride entered. And both of them started to quarrel and fight. as a husband and wife. And they were at loggerheads. If the husband gives a command, the woman will go and give a counter command. If, if the husband is using ABC to do this, the woman will go and clear ABC and use XYZ. And, and she, the guy was saying that after a while. Of fighting between the husband and wife, what he had not realized is that it had been seen by majority of the church members. And as a result, quietly, people started moving to other churches. By the time they came to the realization, they were not the biggest church. They were not even the second biggest church. They were not even the third biggest church in the same city within one year. That is what distraction can do. Because when you are distracted, your focus is shifted from the main thing to where Satan wants you to put your focus. Are you with me? What was so urgent about the text message that this driver could not have waited till he got to the the destination or got to a, a, a lay by to send a text? You are driving this big, huge 16-wheeler. And you see, he was prosecuted by his own in-camera. The in cap camera was what was used to prosecute him. Because when it happened, his defense was that the brake failed. (laughs) It was only when the, the, the police came in and they started going through the uh, investigation and they realized that it was not, the brake was not applied at the right time it was applied much later when he was next to the car because a big car like that going at that speed would need a long distance are, are you getting what I'm saying so distraction opens the door I, am I making sense uh, let's look at, we're going to look at about four or five different stories in the Bible of destruction, look at the causes, and look at how what we can do to help ourselves. Is that okay? All right, so let's start with the first story. Amen. First story is Luke chapter 12 verse 13, the parable of the rich fool. How many know this parable? The Bible says that, Are you there? Okay, so let's start from, I want to start from verse 16. Then he told a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store all my crops and goods. And I will say to my soul, So... And so "Mm say, and you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, "Fool, this night your soul will be required out of you. Then those who, then whose will those things be, which he has provided?" Verse twenty-one. So is he who lays up treasure for himself is not rich towards God. Amen. Anyone who lays treasure for himself is not rich towards God. You see, as we go on our day-to-day hustle and bustle, trying to make money, trying to buy another car, trying to buy another house, trying to buy another uh, shoe, or all those things, working so hard, it's very easy to be distracted from the main thing. Listen, the main thing is not being rich. The main thing is not prosperity. Amen. The Bible says that what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? It is so, so, so easy to be distracted by the quest for money, the chasing of money causes distraction. Many people have lost their marriages. Many people have lost their children. Many people have lost things that are so precious to them because they were distracted by the quest for money. You only go to London today. Majority of the the kids in London and the black kids, uh, African uh, second generation, third generation kids, are into gangs with knives and everything. Do you know why? Because the parents are doing two, three, four jobs trying to make money to build houses in in, in, uh, this place, that place, the other place. They are building businesses, this place, that place, the other place, and they never stay at home with their children. They are distracted trying to build a future for children. And the children are being destroyed, and they don't know about it. Destruction if they had known that one day this my son will pull a knife and stab somebody to death and end up in prison for 27 years, they would have taken less jobs and stayed, as the Bible said, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they grow, they will not depart from it. They would have stayed. Distraction. It is so easy to be distracted. The rich man was so focused on getting rich. Bigger bonds, bigger storage, bigger checkbook, bigger wallets. Buy more houses, more cars. Afford many things. And forget about the main thing. Listen, I've never seen any rich person who is about to die and talk talking about his money. Do no. When they are about to die, they are talking about their children. They are talking about their loved ones. Because that's the main thing. But in life, they are distracted because of money. Mm -hmm. You don't like my message. The way the place is going quiet. I think I have to import a few amens. Because it's looking so quiet in the place. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They never spent any time doing homework with the children. So obviously, they became dumb. And when they became dumb, because you see, becoming dumb is very easy. Becoming dumb is very easy. Because when your teacher begins to say that you are dumb, and you manifest dumbness because you don't do your homework and everything, it is only a matter of time you become it. Because it takes motivation to become clever, and how can a teacher motivate you when you are a- exhibiting dumb attitude? <laughs> Hallelujah! How I many understand what I'm trying to say? No, no, no. no. Listen, before you realize, as you are going about first job, second shift, this shift, that shift, that shift, you are raising criminals in your house and you don't know it. (laughs) Listen, my friend, my friend, recently my friend called me, very frantic. He said, I am on my way to uh, back home on the next flight tomorrow. And I said, why? He said, for some reason. The first time he this, he was, I, I don't know what he was doing. He went into his son's bedroom. This is the son who goes to church with him every <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> that son who goes to church with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah eight or something, year nine. And for some reason, he went into the, his bedroom. He never goes to the boy's bedroom. He went into his bedroom, and then he saw the boy's bag, his his, his rucksack, in under the bed. And it's very, uh, a very odd place to put your rucksack. when Because he's supposed to have books. So how are you doing your, your schoolwork when your rucksack is under your... So the first thing he did was to go under, under the bed to pull the... The the rucksack, and then he felt some. He felt some things, so he said he opened the bag, and he saw four different shapes and sizes of knives. going we about you know that one that like the big one, the big the matok sort of. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then it's like he he said, he, it was as if somebody had shot him. He just froze, because in London that's all the news. Every and that area, the area they live every other day they put putting tapes because one child has been killed, one kid has been killed, and it's all just black kids are being killed. And he thought, oh, as for these gang gang people, and he never realized that his child was had been swallowed up as he was going back and forth trying to work, and the wife is also working. He, nobody told him anything. He saw it. Uh, if today's Sunday, Monday, he was on the plane with the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, said, he said, I am on my way. He called me, said, I am on my way. He, 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 he did not go to work. He called in to say, I've resigned. He called his workplace, said, I'm not coming there again. I would rather save my child than even go to, the, to work another day. The boys are, oh, we are going to visit grandma. Come, let's go. <laughs> ah, in the middle of school term. So no, 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 uh, we have to go, we have to see. He has uh, two, two boys and a girl. We are all going to see grandma, this is tomorrow morning. I'm not telling you a story. I'm not telling you a story. The wife was was in London and he took he took the children. As soon as he got there, he said, "You people <laughs> uh, Have you seen this plane? You won't see it again. <laughs> uh, go and pull knives. Uh, and let's see whether you survive there." <laughs> yeah. As I'm speaking to you now, the wife has gone. Relocated the whole family has relocated just because of the sight of the knife. Because it would have been it's better to see to relocate now than to visit your child in jail for 27 years. Or bury the child. Am I talking to somebody? We get easily distracted. Chasing money. First Timothy four four or second Timothy four four. I don't even know which one. First Timothy six, six, sorry. 1 <laughs> Timothy six, six. Go to 5. Go to 5. Let's start with 5. Useless wranglings of men, of corrupt minds, destitute of the truth, who suppose godliness is a means of gain. From such withdraw yourself. Now godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we can carry nothing out. Having food and raiment, with this be content. Hallelujah. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptations and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which draw, drawn men in distraction and perdition. Amen. Chasing money. Yeah. You may not be the one who will be distra- destroyed, but your child may be. Your marriage may be. your, your I'm even as pastors. I remember at the point, I'm gone. Preaching countries. She's gone. Preaching in countries. I'm gone. Gone. The children are there. I'm gone. She's gone. And the children are there. I'm gone, she gone. One day, I say, hey. This thing we are doing is not good, because we were in the house but we we're not friends. See, you can easily be married and not be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be married and you are not friends, because to be a friend it, it takes effort. Can two work together except they agree? Where is your agreement? Where is the cordiality? Every time it's professional husband, professional wife. Where is my food? Where is it? I, have, you, have you paid the bill? Have you, have you uh, That's all. Because when we are home, she's turned this way, preparing a message. I've turned this way, preparing a message. She's on the phone counseling somebody. I'm on the phone counseling somebody. And I need to counsel her. And I can cancel her because she's counseling people. <laughs> she doesn't counsel me, I cancel her. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. But hey. Are doing is no good. Put that, that way. Let's learn to become friends. Let's learn to become friends with the children. You know, one day my, my children said something, and that thing broke my heart. Because they said that from the age of 11 or 9 to or this 7, around 7 to about age 12, and were never there. None of us were there for their birthdays, because the birthday falls in June and July. And it's a season of, I'm gone doing missions, I'm in this country, that country, the other country, she's also gone. So strangers are the ones that are celebrating their birthdays of my children. So one day, I say, hey, we're not going anywhere anymore. We're not going anywhere. From that day to today, we haven't missed a birthday because it's better not to be everywhere and with your children to serve the God you are serving than for them to hate the God you are serving because you are never there to pay attention to them because you are distracted. Listen, a good thing can be bad, and a bad thing can be good. Hallelujah. It's a good thing serving God, but this serving God is killing my family. Yeah, we're not friends. I didn't know her; she didn't know me. It's all professional husband, professional wife, professional food. <laughs> Let's go to the next story. Are you are you are you being blessed? All right. Genesis 25, 27 to 34. Are you there? Verse 27 says, So the boys grew, and Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field. But Jacob was a mild man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game. But Rebekah loved Jacob. But Jacob cooked, and now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field and was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, please give me, feed me with that same important butter soup, the rest stew, for I am weary. Therefore, his name was called Edom. And Jacob said, sell me your birthrights as of this day. And Esau said, look, I am about to die. So what is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. And he ate and drank and arose and went his way. Thus, Esau despised his birthright. Distracted by appetite. Distracted by food. Distracted by hunger. Distracted by lust of the flesh. I am hungry. And you're talking about birthrights. Listen. In Matthew 4, look for when Jesus was had finished uh, was being, after being baptized he was led the bible says to the wilderness and there he was tempted of the devil and when the, when Satan came he said that if you are the son of man if you are the son of God command these stones to become bread he was hungry are you with me the hunger was supposed to be the thing that was being used to cause the distraction. Sometimes our emotions is the source of distraction. Your hunger and your anger can cause distraction for you to lose focus on what you are here for. Jesus, you are God made flesh. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst men. You are the Word. Come in the manifestation of human flesh. And you have come. And you have fasted. And then Satan comes to say that if you are. am What do you mean by if I am? Don't I know I am? I don't need to convince you that I am he. I'm not about to you. Are you with me? Because that was the distraction. It's not so much the hunger, but prove yourself. Prove yourself. Prove yourself. If you love me, let it show. Why don't you want to touch me? Why don't you want to give me this? Why don't you want to show me your love? Hey, give me a kiss. I'll give me a cuddle. Give me. It's a distraction, it's a distraction, it's, it's a distraction, it's a total, yeah. And you're already feeling for the man, or you're feeling for the boy, already. or you're feeling for the girl. Already. And the girl is saying, if you love me, hold me, if you love me, kiss me, if you, what do you think I'll, do you think I'll stop at kissing you? You don't like my message? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you are going to clap your hands, clap your hands. If you won't clap your hands, so yeah, let's go. home. Hey. Right yeah. Listen. Distraction. 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 Sometimes comes out of our lust. Our own lust. See? In, in, in the first, first John 2 uh, 15 says that love not the world nor the things that are in the world for everything that is in the world is going to pass away for the, in the things that are in the world verse I'm in 16 now for all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh is the lust of the eyes and the pride of life three things anytime we are distracted for our flesh Three things. What we see, what we feel, and what will make us our ego. All the temptations anyone in this room will ever suffer is one of these three. So when the Bible says that Jesus was at all points tempted and yet without sin, this is what he was talking about. And this happened in in the wilderness. If you are the son of man, command these stones to become bread. That's last of the flesh. Then he says that if you are the son of of man, I've seen all these kingdoms. They have been given to me, and I'll give it to whoever I want. Just by your knee. You don't have to go to the cross. I'll give them to you, so that your pride of life gets it. Then he said, "Ah, are you not a miracle worker? If you are the son of God, jump from the, the, the top cut corners. Jump. Because even the Bible says that he will bear, his angels will bear thee lest you dash your foot against the stone. If I try this. Last of the flesh. Last of the eyes. He saw the kingdoms of the world to be his. Are you with me? Last, our temptation that what we have seen. What we have seen is our temptation. Hmm. He saw all the kingdoms. The devil took him to see all the kingdoms, and he said, "All these things you have. All you have to do, just buy. Last of the ice. Him. And the pride of life. Just—can you imagine if Jesus had come? The first day, Jesus is introduced to the temple, the synagogue." He just... <engineered> then he lands. Break- I am the son of God. You think the whole world will follow him? <restaurants> <normal> Power- There's no need for him to give any message. <rave> 볼- <mumbles> <jogaręp bread> <funz meet> Last of the flesh. Last <Morally> <faced> of the eyes. The pride of life. Can I give you one more? I have about seven stories. huh Give, give one more. Okay. I have a few. Okay. First kings 11 1 to5. But King Solomon loved many foreign women as well as the daughters of Pharaoh. women of the Moabites, the Am- Ammonites, the Edomites, the Sidonites, the Sidonians and the Hittites. And the nations of whom the Lord has said, Children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, but nor they with you. Surely they will turn your hearts away after their gods. Solomon clung to these in love. Verse 3. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines. And his wives turned his heart. For it was so when Solomon was old that his wives turned his heart after other gods. And his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God, as was the heart of his father. So Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Malcolm, the abomination at of the Ammonites. And Solomon did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did not fully follow the Lord as did his father David. Distractions. The women distracted. Ah, so said the women distracted him. Hallelujah. You see, if you read Ecclesiastes, the first introduction, he says, hear the words of the preacher. That's the way he introduced himself. I am a preacher. I am a man of God. I am anointed. God visits me. How many in the Bible can boast that they saw God face to face? He had discussion, personal discussion with God. So he was not just a king. He was a preacher, a priest. The wisest man that ever lived. Had a lot of wisdom. And yet, he was distracted by women. So it means that you who is not the wisest like me, you who, you know, if you yourself can tell how foolish you have been. If Solomon could be distracted by women, then you don't stand a chance. I don't stand a chance yeah Remember, our, we were talking two weeks or three weeks ago, Jesus, we're reading here, Jesus said that anyone who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. Do you remember? Because he was saying that anyone who puts his hand to the plow and looks back, that your track will not be straight. It will, it will, you'll be distracted. Looking back makes you distracted. Looking back makes you, you see, as you're going, you t- chosen to serve God, don't look back don't look at your friends. Burn the bridges with them. Are you with me? Because if you don't burn the bridges, they will invite you to a party. And then they go. They will give you something. Hallelujah. That ex-girlfriend, if you don't lose their number, one day your, uh, your, your spouse will know you and you find yourself calling that person and that will be the beginning of the end. Sheba, Bathsheba, was the beginning of David's end. Solomon, you see, when I read, yes, yesterday, I read the scripture again, and I was I was shocked, because I realized that in between their wives, there were princesses. They didn't tell us their number. They said, their wives are 700. Concubines, 300. But there are princesses in between. You see, you didn't see it. Uh, you, you, you haven't seen it, have you? You thought he had 1,000 thousand women. He didn't have 1,000 women. See, read it again. And he had 700 wives. They're princesses. They didn't give us a figure. And 300 concubines. So we, we up to now, we are investigating the matter to find how many princesses he had. Listen. Read your Bible. <laughs> it will do you some good. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs chapter seven. <laughs> Go to verse seven. My time is up, isn't it? Start from six. For at the window of my house, I looked through the latches, or the casement, and I saw among the simple, or the foolish ones, and I perceived among the young people, a young man devoid of understanding, passing along the street, near her corner, and he took the part of her house, in the twilight, in the evening, in the black of, and the dark night." Jump to verse 24. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children. Pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let your heart be turned aside from her ways, To her waist, sorry. Do not stray into her paths. For she has cast down many wounded, and all were slain by her were strong men. They were not weak men. Her house is the way to hell. Descending into the chambers yeah, of wounds. death. This is the strange woman. I, I heard me. He said, I looked through the window and I saw a man who is about to die. He's about to die, and he doesn't even know it. Dead man walking, because his, his path is leading to the prostitute's house. Or oh, let me not say prostitute. He's going to uh, Watamilandre's house. She's not a prostitute. But Wata Melandra has destroyed many people. If you took a little time to research and Google water Melandra, you will see that you have to do a hundred meter dash away. Yeah. Don't be distracted by her beauty. Indeed, she's a very pretty girl. But when you go through the beauty, you are about to be destroyed. He's a very handsome, tall, dark, lovely guy with with, with a a voice. Hello, baby. I missed you so much last night that I kissed your picture. (laughs) You're about to die. And you don't even know it. listen, I have loved many women in my lifetime, but none of them compares to your beauty. You are like a butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it, I like it. Stop it, I like it. Foolish girl. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you are you learning something? Yeah. It's distraction. Turn your heart away. This woman, I know people who are engaged to somebody in this church. There was a guy who came to do masters. He was engaged back home, and then when he came to this church, I'm not talking about another church, met a girl in this place, and he started chasing after this girl all over the place. The, the girl started chasing him, and he loved the chasing, so he too started chasing her, and they were chasing around each other, and uh, the girl had a baby, and asked him to name the baby, so he gave the girl the baby a name, says, your, now your baby, and he went to leave that girl, and then the girl also went home, he went home. Then one day he decided that he was going to come and visit the girl. When he travelled to the place where the girl was, the country the girl was, here was the girl with her old boyfriend who was in jail, the baby father. father. I have a lot of stories in this church. You see, you have just come. If you come, come and see me. I'll tell you stories. Yeah, the guy almost went mad. He almost lost his head this girl had been with her for years. The whole family, they had done all. Family knows each other. We are about to get married. Just saw something here. Mm-hmm. Got distracted. And That was the end of the story. Yeah. When I went to say, hey, you people, he got angry with the church. One day, I was in the office and they said, Pastor, come. The people are coming to fight you. They are coming like this. The guy was angry. He's coming to fight me because I've gone to say that you two must not live in the same house together. I said, you want to fight me? Come to the office. So I took him to the office. I said, what is your problem? Today, he wished he had listened. distraction is the door that leads to destruction. I pray that none of us will be distracted.